Welcome back to another episode of the Woo Child Chronicles podcast. It's your girl, Kimana Kiss, and I got my booze with me. What's up, Dewan? Yo, 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 what's up? What's up? Hey, what's up, Miss Kira? Gang, gang, what's up? Hey, I missed y'all. How y'all been? Missed you too. Great. Been cool. It's been a busy few weeks, but it's been cool. Right. Dewan, you was outside in these streets. You went to Urban Trivia Night, which I saw on um, Eventbrite. But then yeah, I saw you posted yeah. on Black Culture Reserve. So how was that? That looked like super cool. And it was cracking. So they they have a game. I actually bought the game. I wish I had it with me. It's in my other room. But uh, they have a game. It's just urban trivia. So the questions range from um, what what drink did uh, Pam and Cole drink on cruise to have them in bed together? You know, and so you have to, you know, answer that question. Um, but how they do it when it's live, um, you have your team or you can be by yourself. You just create your team name and it pops up on the big screen. Um, and the fast, the person who answers the question the fastest uh, wins the question. And they pop the name pop up on the screen like it's dope as fuck. And then yeah, uh, I think I'm too all of the song questions so for the answers they play the music <laughs> like it was fun as fuck it definitely sounds fun i'm i'm too um the next one what you um, that, they're from dallas so they go across the united states doing the live portion of the game um they got one in dallas coming up and uh, the atlanta one i low-key want to go to atlanta for that one that one's gonna be, <laughs> Super gonna be crazy that's what's up. That definitely sounds fun. I, uh, one of my goals for the year is to start trying to, um, is start trying to um, go to like more black events throughout the city of mm-hmm. Chicago. Because I feel like people be sleep on us. Like we actually do more than fight at future concerts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all already know we definitely got to get into the relationship topic. Even though today's whole episode is a relationship topic. We got a couple questions from my favorite let's, um, tonight Let's Talk Relationship Debates game. So I'm going to pull a couple questions so we can get into it. Then we're going to give you the um, business of the week, which is ES Studios, which I can't wait for y'all to learn about them. And um, and then we're going to get into Lala ass talk about marriage. Okay, so yeah. let's get into the relationship. Um, <laughs> one of the relationship questions. So I feel like the most recently all of the questions been about your best friend. I don't know. Y'all need to check y'all friends. This question say, <laughs> this question say, your best friend tells you that they accidentally kissed your ex one time while you were together. What happens next? Mm. 
I don't know. It, it might be one of them future concert scenes after that question. <laughs> I mean, after you what tell if it's me your that. ex, do it matter? No, I, no, it don't matter. Honestly, um, at that point, it's like whatever. We ain't together no more. I don't care. And I'm married, so it really wouldn't matter. I wouldn't. I really wouldn't care at all. You go date for all I care. Apparently, we ain't together for a reason. So. What about you, Red? Yes. I don't think I can. Um. So I wouldn't care, but I'm finna handle that bitch with a long handle spoon. You can't be around me no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, how the fuck you accidentally kissed my ex, bitch? You tripping, fell on his lips. Like, what the fuck is an accident about that? Like, yeah. that sounds like a very conscious decision. So, yeah, immediately no. Get yeah. somebody else to do it. Um, <laughs> I I can't. I I don't know if I'll ever be able to do that. Yeah, I be I be I think I'd be more. I wouldn't. I wouldn't care, but I probably would be mad that. How it, it just depends on, I guess, how I found out. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. um, that'd piss me off because, like, you could have came and told me after we broke up. Like, you know, this will happen one time when y'all was together. Okay, cool. You know, we gonna talk about it. I'm gonna look at you crazy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I ain't gonna care. But at least you came out and told me. Right. Now, if I find out from somebody else, then we gonna it's gonna be a problem because why you ain't told me that? You know what I'm saying? Why so you ain't told me that? Too. But I really wouldn't care. Like whatever. My friends mm-hmm. done slept with my exes and all of that before. So whatever. I think with men, and I could be completely wrong because I am not a fucking man, but I feel like y'all don't really give a fuck. Like y'all really true value the friendship over the bull, like whatever is going on. Mm-hmm. I feel like niggas just kind of be like, oh yeah, we all smash her and it's just like a thing. Whereas like women is like Bitch, out of all these niggas in the world, you had to come fuck with mine. <laughs> it's a lot of niggas out yeah. here. Why you fucking with mine? Yeah. So, well, me and my best friend, we never smashed each other's girls. But them other niggas, them niggas don't care. <laughs> them niggas rude. They're rude, rude. I remember one time I got sat down by one of my best friends. We was all together at a group at the party at mm-hmm. one of my ex's house, you know, and me and her hadn't dated. I was like 16. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my first and everything. I was 16. She's like 21. So, um, you mean your rapist? Her house. Yeah. Yeah. I was in high mm-hmm. school, the ditch in high school. Go to her <laughs> like, what do you mean? Yeah. And how I broke up with her, let me tell y'all. So, I broke up with her because she told me that when her daughter turned five, she wanted to have a baby. So, I was 17. Her daughter was four. I'm doing the math. You got to go because <laughs> I ain't having no kids at, at 17. That shit did. But yeah, she was we was weird. At her house, we was kicking and drinking, and um, she go in the room and like go to sleep, lay down, and go to sleep because she was drunk, passed out. Um, he sits me down and say, "Look, you know, out of all the out of, out of all of us in our group chat, I'm the only one who ain't had sex with her." I'm like, "Damn, I'm like really? I'm like, damn, y'all been running her like that?" And he was like, "Yeah, I'm the only one that ain't did it." And he was like, so I'm finna go in here and do it. <laughs> what? I was like, wow. I was like, shit, all right, I don't care. But he wasn't the only one. One of the, you know, one of the closest guys didn't do it either. But yeah, it was like, and it was like six of us in the chat. So out of six, one didn't. You First know, of so. all, let's truly talk about this crazy ass bitch. First of all, at 21, why are you really truly having to have a relationship with a 16 year old? When I was 21, a 19-year-old tried to talk to me, and I was like, baby, you can't buy me a drink if I'm having a hard day at work. Like, what the fuck am I going to do with you? 
Yeah, so that's the first thing. Something mentally was off with that hoe in general. Mm-hmm. She was tight head girl. Baby <laughs> <laughs> couldn't have been me. But anyway, okay, so let's get into this game. The one. If a man proposes to his girlfriend and she declines, is the relationship over? And explain your answer. It's over because now you know embarrass me. Um, it, 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 but for it, it, it depend on the reason why um, she declined. Mm. If it's something like you know, no, because I feel like um, we need to do X, Y, Z before we get married. Then okay, cool. But if you like, if you first of all. If I do a big proposal and you tell me no in front of everybody, it's over no matter what your reason is. Because <laughs> you said yeah, and then we talked about it in the car, and you're like, you know, well, no, I feel like we should do X, Y, Z. Cool, we can, we can, we can work that out. But you don't embarrass me in front of everybody, and you told me no. No, it's over. We gotta, we gotta, mm. we gotta separate. But um, yeah, like if it's private, me and you, and I propose, and you tell me no because of and we talk about it and then okay cool but if it's just a no with no explanation and it's in front of all of my people and all of your people and you embarrass me like that no it's over okay well uh, miss red i agree with the if you do it in front of people and embarrass me it's it's a wrap there's no going back from that like i did all this to propose and you embarrass me in front of a handful of people absolutely not but in private, I still agree. It depends on the reason. If you gotta work on some stuff, or if it's just like, no, I'm not ready right now. I feel like if it's a no, I'm not ready right now, then it's a relationship. What you may know? Hmm. So, I actually feel like, as the man, you supposed to know what the answer gonna be. So why yeah. the fuck is you proposing to somebody that could potentially say no anyway? So what yeah. was really y'all antennas is crossed like a motherfucker? Because mm. why wouldn't you know she gonna say no? That's yeah. something that y'all I would hope have spoken about, right? Like, oh, I see myself marrying you. I know we need to take X, Y, Z steps. You know, whatever. Blah blah blah. The conversation had to have come up or happen. So how you propose? And didn't expect to know. Unless you're just a savage like Lori Harvey and just say no. No, I feel like I feel like Shreddy ain't even really that much of a savage. She gives me, I told you what it is, you thought you could change me. See, and I feel like that might be what the real issue is. Like I told you exactly what it was. I don't really want to do this. That's not what I want right now. Blah blah blah. Oh, I'ma marry her then. You know, that'll change everything. Like, nigga, I told you I didn't want to be married. I told you I ain't want no kids. I told you like you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like you be trying to change people in the grand scheme of their relationship. Yeah. If they talked about that, yeah. Yeah, if if and only if they talking about it. Now, if you just proposing to motherfuckers and I um we know a couple of people out here in these streets that is proposing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's your problem. You need to really contemplate and think about that shit because that don't even make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. The last question is you're in an official relationship with a person, but they repeatedly introduce you as their friend while at a holiday family gathering. Would this bother you and explain? Yes. <laughs> well, would you would you care to elaborate? 
I mean, I'm not saying that if you've been talking to somebody for two months and then you go around their family and they like, oh, this is my friend. But if we together and been together for a while and I'm coming around your family and stuff and you introduce me as your friend, Houston, we have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. Okay, the one. Yeah, I'm. 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 It's, it's a problem, especially we together. Um, and if first of all, if I'm at your family gathering or you at my family gathering, it's definitely more than than just a friend because mm. I didn't in, in, introduce people to my family. You know what I'm saying? So if you there, then it's it's some more than a friend. And you, I keep I do it more than once, or or she do it more than once, then. You either dating somebody else or it's somebody in the family that know you dating somebody else and you don't want to ruin what you got going on with dude. So we're gonna have to separate again. Mm. Um I'm the queen of a correcting a motherfucker. I don't care what's <laughs> going on. I'ma correct you right then and there. Oh, this my yeah. friend, yeah, yeah. Girlfriend. He left off the girl. Spelled that shit wrong. I don't know. What's wrong with you? But I'm going to definitely correct you. Like, you're not going to have me out here in these streets thinking that it's one thing and it's not. I'm with you, the one. I'm going to automatically assume that you fucking with somebody else. That's that's just what it is. You got to be messing with someone else if you keep constantly introducing me as your friend when we've established that we are together. Now, if we have not established that we are together, I do think that changes things. Because maybe we need to have the conversation about where we are, where we're going, what steps we're taking. Are we even together? Do we see this going somewhere? But I'm also that person that I am easily scared. Don't don't bring me around your family too soon, baby, because I'm going to feel like you just mm-hmm. do that shit for everybody. Like, yeah. I don't want to meet your mama. I remember breaking up with a dude because on the second date, he was like, yeah. Um, it, was, it wasn't even like the second date. It was like the third, fourth date. And he was like, yeah, meet me at my mom's house, and then we could just drive together and i was like no just give me the address to you know where we're going and i'll just meet you there it was like no no no, it's just gonna be easier because i got xyz to do and blah blah so i was like is your mom gonna be there and he was like no she shouldn't be here and child when i got there his mom was like you want some ice cream? you want some homemade ice cream i was like no i'm gonna go i remember like don't ever ask me on another day ever again it's so fucking over like what is happening first of all your mama offering me homemade ice cream like i'm yo i'm not your girlfriend let's be very clear i got a date tomorrow with someone else i i this is too much for me like way too much so mm-mm. yeah that's a lot but i'm also curious is like as the parent right because we, we all have children mm-hmm. as the parent if your child always bringing somebody home, like, what do you say to them? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the conversation that you have? Yeah. I don't know. Especially. Uh, yeah, that, I feel like you get your life together, mommy. Yeah, Why like. Too much. I'm purposely calling whoever it is the wrong name. Oh, my, this is. <laughs> is this the one that was on FaceTime? She like, I got an Android. Oh, so that wasn't you? I am going to. Cock- See, that's play with <laughs> I, I didn't raise you like that, so I'm finna show you exactly who your mama is. Don't play with me. Do not be introducing me to all these damn girls. That's not what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're not doing that. I'm gonna be mad as hell bringing all them fucking yeah. girls home. Yeah, well, no. ch- I don't want to meet nobody. I don't want to meet nobody. <laughs> I don't. 
And y'all know this about me. I think Noah met me at a different point in my life. And I was outside in the streets, so I was like, yeah, I was too. in the club, I was kicking it. <laughs> I never told the people how we met, and we need to tell people how we met. That was hilarious. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I'm actually very much so a true ambivert. And for those who don't know, like what ambivert is, it's like depending on the situation, I'm an introvert, and I'm very to myself. And I will stay in the corner on my phone playing a game, doing whatever. And then as other situations, I'm very much so an extrovert, and I'm out and I'm kicking it, and I'm <laughs> turning up my shots. Like it really depends on what's going on. But when I don't want to meet people, that introvert side, baby, I'll be in the corner. No, immediately. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Don't talk to me, please. So yeah, well, that's how I am sometimes. I don't. I get. I get into the. I don't want to talk to people. Move like just. I don't want to talk. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I don't know. It just be like that. I got it bad. You got it real bad. (laughs) I used to work at Cooper's Hall mm-hmm. and I was a wine tasting attendant and it was times where I would tell my manager, I'm not social right now. Can I stay in the back? I don't want to talk to people. And they'd be like, because wine tasting attendants are, besides the servers, um, are the only people that get tips. And so I was oh, like, wow. uh, can I go check out? Can I stay in the back on phones or something? Because I'm not social right now. I don't want to talk to nobody. They're like, you don't want to work the bar? No. Can I switch? Can, you want to switch with me? You want to switch? I, I can't do it. They like, you want me to take your bar shit? Please. What you doing? Phones? All right. Come on. I ain't, I ain't doing it. <laughs> It's too much. It gets too. It gets too. I don't think people truly understand what being social equals. You know what I mean? Like being that social, be like it can be draining. I'd be like, I, right, I'm gonna go ahead and head out because it's too much for me. Mm-hmm. But that's just my personality. But real quick, before we go on break, I do want to tell people how, since it's just the three of us today, I want to tell people how I met each one of y'all because the story is hilarious for each. So with with Kia, we actually went to college together and we had a radio class. And I think I had like snapped on my teacher or did something in the class. And- no, let me tell y'all the truth. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to skip over all of stuff. It's, it's- that's kind of what happened, but that's not the full story. Yeah. We were in voice and articulation class, I believe. I might have it. It was a radio class. I just know that. The teacher is telling us, oh, you can't be late. You got to do this. And da, 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 da. She like, well, what if my child's father doesn't come on time and I have to bring him to class? And then he's like, oh, no, don't bring your kids to class. She's like, well, I'm going to bring my kids to class. Because how you gonna tell me I can't be late and I can't miss class, but then in the same breath tell me I if something happened with my kid, I can't bring my kid. Which one is it? <laughs> Which one is it? Make it make it make sense because it don't make sense to me. But then after that, we were we was like almost immediately friends, and then I was like doing my radio show downstairs in our radio department, and she would come in there kicking with me, and we would just have us a good time. On, on air, live, and I'd be sitting back there, right there. As soon as she hit off air, we'd be like, so why didn't somebody bring your kids? We had so much fun. All right, let me tell you about the first time I went out with her. Right? <laughs> it was crazy. And I don't even know why I stay friends with her because it was her <laughs> and this other girl, Q, right? He know Q. 
don't you know? <laughs> Whoa, don't go there. Cut it. Cut. Cut it's out. Cute. Cut it it's out. Cut it out. Oh, my God. Um, so, she like, I was still in class. And she texted me like, oh, me and Q was at Chili's. Come meet us at Chili's and have a drink with us. All right, cool. I hop on the bus, you know. Columbia, we get them car. You pass. You pass. pass. That's what it's called. They give you pass. So I'm like, all right, I'm, I'll be out of class in like 30 minutes. I'll come down. There. I get on the bus, I come down there. They three drinks in already. So we drinking, I get some food. Then they're like, oh, we gonna go to this club. You wanna come to the club? I'm like, cool. Was it cute birthday? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We went to the club for something. Yaya is Cubana, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cubana is driving down State Street like that. <laughs> I mean, through red lights, flying yeah. 200 miles an hour. She's so, <laughs> so dramatic, bro. <laughs> what, was a, what was like a 25, 30 minute drive was like that? <laughs> we get to the club for some reason she get into it with the bouncer and I'm like hmm I'm taking into it with everybody cause Q was in the corner arguing with somebody else <laughs> she arguing with the bouncer and I'm just like hmm, this is the type of night we about to have did we have a section that day yeah, actually, this okay. was her birthday. We had a section. Yeah, it was her birthday. So we was in this section. The section was like shaped like a U. We got bottles, we got food, everybody got drinks, we talked up. They wanted us to keep buying bottles in order to stay in the section. And they like, we just bought four bottles. You want us to buy more? And they like, no, you need to buy some more in order to stay in this section. And we like, we only thought we had to just buy a bottle to stay. So they arguing with the bouncer. So Cubana go off and start, she arguing with the people at the door because she like, come get your security by day on the CBS, right? So I'm with Q at the table. She like, all right, we finna leave. So she grabbed my arm, we walking like, da 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 She like, hold on, I forgot something. She go back to the table. I was like, knock everything off the table. <laughs> Green. I look behind Five. me. Ice. I look behind me like, oh shit. Guess what she did? <laughs> so it's so next to the U booth that we was at, it's this long bar. She walking along the bar like this. <laughs> Just knocking air. If we can't sit in our section and drink the drinks that we pay for. I'm knocking everybody drinks in the club over. Ain't everybody, nobody The bar was packed. It had like 100 people at the bar. She walking in between people that's standing at the bar in between the people. Knocking their shit out. Wow. <laughs> somebody else. But let me tell you something. And I'm that like, oh man. That was a time, we had a time that night, but me and Thorne, we was going. So here in Chicago, we have a, a strip of bars. It's on Clark and Division or on Rush Street. This particular night, we was on Clark Division. Now, if you know anything about the city of Chicago, specifically downtown, there's mm-hmm. never any parking. 
There's mm -hmm. never any parking. Even if you find a parking garage, you're probably going to drive up that parking garage for a minute before you find yep. a park. So we find a park. Q, also the same girl. She with us. I loved Q, baby. That was my homegirl, but she couldn't park to save her fucking life, okay? Mm -hmm. Parallel parking was not her thing. Now, the one of them, they pull up on the side of us. Y'all can't even get in this park. Y'all might as well let us have it. Yep. I said, first of all, not only are we finna get in this park, but once we do, y'all gotta buy us drinks for talking shit because don't ever try me. So <laughs> Q gets out the car because she know, let y'all drive. I get in the car, I pull in this park. This park is tight as shit. It's like getting a Buick and something that was meant for a matchbox. Like it was not meant for us to be in that spot. Mm -hmm. But baby, I'm from here. So I got in that spot. The one. I didn't really think y'all was gonna be able to get in that motherfucker. I guess we really gotta buy y'all drinks. Y'all, we <laughs> kicked it the entire night, jumping from club night. to club, from bar to bar. Afterwards, we went to Taco Burrito King and um, Greek Town. Yeah. Like, yep. we was kicking it. Been friends ever since. Like, <laughs> just been friends ever since. Yep. All because food couldn't park. <laughs> and it was so park. funny because we, <laughs> we, we, uh, she couldn't get in the spot. So we, she she gonna get it okay cool so we found a spot that was um they spot was further back so then we parked and we standing on the car drinking trying to see if she gonna get in the spot <laughs> so <laughs> she get in the spot they walk past like yeah and she like yeah you better have my drink motherfucker i'm like yeah Period. all right <laughs> And my best friend, y'all remember Yada? Yada used to be on the show as well. That is my best friend. The one like, damn, you tatted up. Like we have a whole life conversation. Like we've known yeah. each other forever. We met each other in that night. Did not I know each other that. at all. Kicked it like it one the other. We had us a grand all time. Yep. Oh, college memories. <laughs> that was bad. Baby, don't talk to me now. If you see y'all on these streets, just keep walking, honey, because I am not the one. Yeah. I do not want to talk. I don't want to make new friends. I'll be good. Yeah, because, like, if you if somebody pulled up on me and said, like, you can't get in that spot, just let me have it. You're right. Go ahead and take it. You're right. Here, have it. If you see me struggling, just go. You can have it. It's yours. Go and then, ahead, I, don't, it's I don't even be feeling like parking, parallel parking. If I can't valet or pull up into the spot, I will park all the way down the street just to walk. These days. I don't, like, I don't feel like doing it. These days, baby, if I can't, if it's not a park right in front of the establishment or mm -hmm. valet, first of all, truth be told, I've already prepaid for my park. Yeah. I've yeah. already prepaid for my park before I even got to where I'm going to be. Oh, it's downtown? Okay, I found a lot right next door mm -hmm. around the corner. I'm not, I, I, just can't, I can't, I can't. There's nothing in me that can. Yep, all right, y'all, so we going we gonna go ahead and take a break so y'all can check out the Black Business of the Month, which this month it is. I don't want to make sure I get the whole business name right, Shab, because I actually go there to get my nails done. But you know how people be still messing stuff up. Yep, um, yep. Elegant Situation Beauty Studio. Make sure y'all check them out on Instagram and on Facebook. Yep. But here is the Business of the Week, and we'll be right back. Ooh, child. Y'all know what time it is. It's definitely time for that business of the week. This week's business of the week is Elegant Situations Beauty Studio, located on the south side of Chicago. Baby, you can't get no better than this. This black woman-owned nail salon hosts four, probably more, amazing nail technicians who give you great customer service and specialize in perfectly healthy nails 
calming self-care, and top-tier customer service. You can't get no better than that. So make sure you check them out. Located at 400 West 76th Street. You can reach them at 312-429-7343 to make your appointment. Hit them up on social media too. Elegant Situations Beauty Studio. All right, welcome back. Make sure y'all check out our Black Business of the Week, Elegant Situations Beauty Studio, located on the south side of Chicago. Get your nails done up. Owned by a black woman with all black nail artists is definitely something that you all should experience. And the vibes in the studio are chef's kiss, baby. Just check them out, okay? Check them out, check them out. Check them out, check them out. Now, with that being said, honey, it is time for the main topic of the day. And Miss Lala Anthony always got the internet in, in circles when she opened her goddamn mouth. Yeah. Child, we're going to play the clip, but just to sum it up real quick, the most recent interview that she has done on Black... Actually, let me correct myself. She was not being interviewed. She was the guest co-host of um, On Breakfast Club. As y'all know, Angela, you got her own show, which I'm not sure who did that, but whatever. Um, she got her own show. And so they I feel like they're trying to... Replace us some type yeah, of way. Yeah, because there's been a lot of female co-hosts recently. Nene Leakes was on there recently and some other people. So anyway, while she was on there, she brought up marriage as a topic that she wanted to speak on. She pretty much said that marriage is not a goal for people anymore and roll a clip. Why she, yeah, she, she came in at 6 o'clock this morning was on fire. She was like, I have something I want to talk today on air so she I'm going to let her go. And say, F marriage! Yeah, like, so whoa. I was talking about I feel like currently marriage is not a goal for people. Mm -hmm. I don't hear people who aren't married saying like i want to get married you just start hearing it less and less like before that was a goal like mm -hmm. before social media and just the way people interact now i'm not in conversations with people who are talking about like i can't wait to meet someone and get married now people say yeah i want to meet somebody be in a relationship you know have this bond but i don't need the marriage piece to feel mm -hmm. like it's successful mm -hmm. and most I'm not saying all be careful with my words most married people that i know are miserable Whoa. and not happy and don't want to be married. They would prefer to be single. And what's happening is people look at the stats and they say, oh, well, divorce rates are going down. But the issue is less people are getting married. People don't want to get married. My question is, the one you are married, I'm on the road to get married. I don't care what Ms. Rhea says, she on the road to get married. <laughs> is, is marriage the goal for our generation now? I feel like it still is. Um, a lot of the guys that I know, at least, um, even some of the hood niggas that I know, they still want to get married. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they, they want to be out in the streets still and do them, you know, but at the end of the day, they, they I'm still looking for that one bitch that, that, that make me settle down. Like, that's all they say, you know? So I feel like it still is the goal. Um, you just got to want it. You know what I mean? Um, if you don't want it, then it ain't going to be the goal for you, you know. But I feel like it still is the goal. I think she was just talking outside of her neck because her ain't work. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Red. You also got to take into perspective of who her friends are. Kim Kardashian yeah. and, like, Divorce people that's been married three times. Like, her, her little circle of friends besides Sierra which she could have been talking about Sierra Lamb, but you know, you just got to think about who her circle of friends is. Did she take into her own stuff into you know the matter her husband was cheating on her, her dad kids, you know? So she don't really count. Celebrities, I feel like celebrities don't really stay married like that
they get together, have a little paparazzi moment, and it just be over with. Yeah. But me, that's the ultimate goal. I haven't been proposed to or anything yet, but he stuck with me. <laughs> he can't go nowhere. I tell him all the time, it's for life or no life. Where do you think you're going? Period. <laughs> I he think like, that um, um, we'll get married one day. I know. <laughs> I know. Thank you for telling me, but I already knew that. Then my family be asking, like, me y'all gonna get married? Y'all just thought, y'all just thought, y'all see, y'all got a baby one day. It's coming. <laughs> one day. I, I think that um, well, I think another thing that we also have to think about is that um, what what Kia said, right? Like they her friend group are all people that have been divorced or are widows, right? Because Vanessa mm-hmm. Bryant is one of her really good friends. Um, and I, I don't see Vanessa being, she loved, the way she loved Kobe, I can never see her loving anyone else yeah. the way she loved him. Um, still praying for that family. And um, and then you got people like Kim Kardashian who can't stay married for her life for her, even though they try to blame every man but her. Baby girl, you on marriage number three, you the common denominator. Something got to be going on with you. Now, with that being you are the problem. With that also being said, I do think that in our generation, marriage is the goal, but we're just not getting married early. Um, a lot of us are waiting until our 30s to get married, we're waiting until our 30s to have children, whereas other generations that wasn't what they did, right? Like my grandmother, she tell me all she used to tell me all the time. Oh, by the time I was your age, I was on baby number four. I was, you know, I was like, she already was there. Whereas like us, we were kind of like, well, I want to go to school and I want to do this and I want to do that. And I want to be established. I want to make sure my family don't want for nothing. Like it just is what it is. And so I do think there's a difference there. The other thing with Lala, first of all, Carmelo did you out here dirty. I think Melo wanted more kids and you did it. And so what did he do? He started fucking kids with everybody else. That's a whole nother situation. The other thing is you are in a different tax bracket. And a lot of women at that at that tax bracket don't feel like they need a man because they have the resources to do other things for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I want to touch on that she said in the interview is that marriage is just a piece of paper. I used to feel like that until I realized marriage is not a piece of paper. Marriage is a piece of paper to people who ain't got shit. Mm-hmm. Marriage is not a piece of paper to people who got homes, who got 401ks, who got life insurance policies, and to that nigga die, and now you got to fight his whole family over, you know, what's rightfully yours, because you've been with him for 17 years, but you can't get it, because y'all ain't got that piece of paper that y'all felt like wasn't even, you know, like something that was of importance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to marry me. I yeah, don't know. Really, And it's like that, that whole... That argument with the family thing is like you got the you all married. There ain't no argument. You know what I'm and saying? That's my like, point. Yeah. It, it ain't no argument. So it's it, it it should be the goal. Um for and like I said, I still feel like it people in our tax bracket, it's still the goal, you know, um mm-hmm. because that's what we want. Um we want a family. You know what I'm saying? Like like I said, like uh Kia said, like them celebrities it is it, hard for them you know what i'm saying because of the spotlight that they're under you know and they got to live up to a certain um a certain thing you know what i'm saying we ain't got to do the that perception you know? we ain't got no perception, yeah, on perception. Us. 
we yeah we ain't got to do that we just we live our life we make our money and we have the best life that we want to have the life that we want to have we not forced to have this life you know yeah. and that's the issue so yeah people in her friend group and, and her circle the people she knows is not a goal for them you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying but but i feel like for us normal people you know that's that's the goal yeah she made another comment. Go ahead, Kim. I still feel like it's a flex to like mm -hmm. say that you like have your person, like the one you're married. How long have y'all been married? It's going uh, to be two years. It'll be two years in July. Two years. You get married this year, uh, 2023, Brad. I'll be up with me. You coming? If I got to yep. call a nigga myself, but it's cool. <laughs> but I feel like it's a flex, like that you found your person, you found yeah. that person that makes you happy, that, you know, you ain't got to worry about who doing this, who, who doing that, out in these streets, like, uh -huh. you know, somebody random every day, like, no, I have my person, I'm going to go sit in the corner, and we going to have fun in my own little bubble. I'm telling you, well, we poured out some bottles last night, I lit the hookah. You know what I'm saying? We do this at the crib. We got to be out in the streets to do it. We got it all here. You know what I'm saying? Baby went to sleep early, and she be she tried to kick it with us all the time. She went to sleep at 9 o'clock last night, so we man, pulled some drinks, pulled out the hookah, watching shows on Netflix, like the real-life Netflix and chill, and then fell asleep. Like, damn, we got we to gotta go get nah, in the bed. For real, like, <laughs> talk, to speak on that in general, like, whether married or not, right like he is absolutely correct like it's a flex to be like that's yeah. my person and it's even more of a flex to be able to trust that person to be your person you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying like the one we had a, a similar fate yesterday where yesterday i was extremely busy i had a nail appointment i had two baby showers i had to do that and that i'm at the baby shower like oh like, can somebody take some cupcakes yeah i want two cupcakes because i know they gonna like that red velvet like mm -hmm. that was a, a flex for me because i get to take shit home to to my man that's my man you know what i'm saying when we came home and it was like oh baby make some margaritas he like i ordered some pizza i did xyz Ooh. like we chilling because he's mine I, I ain't gotta fight or argue or worry mm -hmm. about that aspect of it and i do think our generation um one of the things that she said during that during that segment was that um divorce divorce rates are going down because more people aren't getting married and i don't think that's necessarily factual i think it's some truth in that mm -hmm. but i don't think it's people not getting married i think it's people waiting to get married yeah. so the divorce rates are going down because let's just truth be told covid took out a lot of boomers there ain't nobody mm -hmm. there to get divorced and it just changed how things were because if you look at the spike of 2020 a lot of people did get divorced because they were stuck in a house with people that they Sorry, realized man. they truly didn't like yeah um and that's just what that's just really what happened but i think in the grand scheme of marriage and the divorce rates going down is because the millennials are taking their time and getting married we're dating and we're dating around and we're trying to really figure out if we like people and what people don't really like to give us credit for as millennials we are truly breaking generational curses we mm -hmm. want happy successful marriages we want our kids to be sick of us kissing on our spouses in front of each other like yeah. we we kind of want those things we want the cosby show that's what people yeah. don't understand we want we want um fresh prince we want the cosby show we want we want those things like that's yeah. what we grew up kind of like expecting yeah and it's sick like you know how people be like um oh you're not supposed to to want their life and blah 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 it's not us wanting their life you know what i'm saying but 
the 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 family that we seen on tv growing up that's what we want you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying we don't want their life like we don't want the stardom we don't want the fame but we want the family aspect of it all mm -hmm. and that's what a lot of people don't realize when you say like um yeah that's that's the that's what i'm looking for or that's what i want they instantly go to oh you want to be famous you want to be bill hosby you know no it ain't that i want that family aspect family matters you know what i'm saying like that's what i want i don't want all the other stuff and if once people realize that we'll be in such a the, the divorce rate will go uh even lower you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying if you got that that mindset of this is what i want for my family more people will start to to get with it yeah it made me think about this interview that I seen that Michelle Obama did, and forgive me for not for not remembering what exactly it was. You know, I'd be mm -hmm. in the social media hole, so I don't know exactly what I was looking at. But I remember her speaking about her marriage, saying that you know there was a time where she actually like hated her. Ten husband. years, ten <laughs> years, she did not like. Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it's like you gotta choose to overcome that and choose to continue to love that person and choose to continue what you have built and stand upon it. It's like that's what you know, well I'm gonna just speak for myself. That's what I want. I'm not gonna say like, oh, I wanna be just like the Obamas, but I wanna have that type of love where even though there are times where I may not like you that much. I still love you and still want to continue to build what we're building together. Yeah. No, that make a whole lot of sense. Actually, uh, I think he, I told you this before, like my grandmother, you know, Loris, I saw, I miss her so much. But the the weekend that I got engaged, like a couple weeks later, she, she called me and she just was like, you know, do you think I loved your grandfather every single day? She's like, I ain't love him every single day. I just loved him enough to come back the next day and to keep trying again. And she pretty much told me that, you know, people look at like love as an action and marriage as an action. These are choices and you're choosing to work through it and you're choosing to understand those vows. So when people take these vows, whether it's the ones that, you know, they're written out by the pastor or the ones that you said to yourself, keep in mind what you vowed. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think that more of us, like Dewan's point, we took that seriously because of what we saw on TV. No, I don't want to be Claire Huxtable. No, I don't want to be Michelle Obama. But do I aspire to have a family nucleus of the sort? Yes. Like, I want that family nucleus. I want my son to go to college and be like, mm, my parents still together. They're on a date right now. Like, I, I, that's what I want. I want him to grasp that and understand that. Yeah, like, ugh. They probably at home walking around naked now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want it to be, I saw a post that said, I wanted, I want to love my spouse so much that it get on my kids' nerves. But I also want them to understand, like, and I say this all the time, and Kia, you know this, my man do not play about me. He don't give a fuck who you are. He don't play about me. I want my kids to understand it. Like, oh, no, my daddy don't play about my mama. He, he don't play about her because what I feel like happens is that we set the example for our children to know what true love is and how they should be treated. I want my kids to see how their dad treats me and be able to be like, oh, no, you, you, if you don't treat me like my daddy treat my mama, I don't want that. Well, like, would, yeah. Like it's just even and and my son is amazing. He knows who his dad is. Obviously, he has a bonus dad, which is great. 
But it was just like certain things that he does now that he ain't do before because there was no man in our household, right? Mm -hmm. Because it was just like what it is. So yeah, my son will open the door for me and do whatever. But also in the grand scheme, when we outside in these streets, my son is walking. He will push me to the other side of the sidewalk to walk on the outside. He's 13. So it's just certain things that he has seen that in his head, this is what I'm supposed to do as a man. This is what's going on in the mm -hmm. house. Oh my, I'm going to open the door. Don't worry about it. I, I, I got it. Like, it's just certain things that he is seeing that now he wants to emulate. And so as long as it's not toxic and it's a beautiful thing, I, I go ahead, emulate all of it. You know what I'm saying? Sham. Yeah, that's what we got to look forward to. Kids. Mm -hmm. But listen, I really appreciate y'all again for being my co-host today. Dewan, please tell the people how they can keep up with black culture reserve or if they want to be a business of the week like how how can they a business of the day for february all the way through march mm -hmm. third? third march how, third how can they reach out to you for all of you so y'all can um you can email me at black culture reserve at gmail.com or um on all social media is black culture reserve shoot me an inbox let me know um what your business is and um and yeah, you can be a business of the month. I choose one business um a month to put on my um on my website, blackculturereserve.com. And then um Cubana Kiss was the business of January. So yeah, so I got a business for February. So I'm working on my business for March, you know. Um so yeah, Black Culture Reserve on all social media, blackculturereserve.com. You can follow um me on the website you get emails of everything that we're doing uh the podcast everything pictures everything just hit up black culture reserve on all social media blackculturereserve.com babe and miss kia red if the folks trying to get something from the k by sweat no sweat by k why be messing up everybody's name no sweat by k already got your business of the month of march cover no sweat by k <laughs> And y'all already know it's your girl, Cubana Kiss. Y'all can follow me everywhere. There is a social media. I am there. Simple at Cubana Kiss. You can find me. Okay. So with that being said, also, Dewan, you know, whoever you choose for March, that's who we gonna choose this this March. So whoever Dewan chooses for March for the business of the month, that will be the business of the month for Cubana Kiss and the Wood Chapel. Let's get it. Let's you get feel it. Feel me? You gotta double down on these niggas. <laughs> Until then, y'all. We'll see y'all in a couple weeks. Ttyl. Peace.